0: Tonight we have the encounter of the Magi, the wise men from the East who saw the star and sought to see what that might mean. They saw the star, they saw the signs in the sky that were telling them that there was something that they were meant to pursue, to look for, that there was a new king that they were meant to find. And they knew in their hearts that they had to go. They knew that they were being drawn and said, I can't miss this opportunity. I can't miss this adventure of seeking out this new king. So they left. They brought with them the gifts that they had, gifts of great value that were very important to them. And then they sought out the king. They sought out Jesus. Part of the reason why our feast day for this epiphany is so important for us is it shows very clearly that Jesus was born, that Jesus became the Savior, that Jesus became Lord, not just for a select group of people, not just for the chosen people of Israel, but that he came to be the Savior and the Redeemer of all, of everyone. That those who didn't follow the Jewish faith, that those who weren't already expecting or anticipating that Jesus would come, that there would be a Messiah, those who weren't looking forward to Christmas, and yet they find this moment, this experience and this place, They find Jesus because they were looking for him, even though they didn't fully know or understand or see ahead of time what it was that they were going to find. But their hearts told them that they needed to search, to seek, to go and find this new king. Sometimes within our own lives, when we have an encounter with Jesus or we have a moment within our lives in which we hear about Jesus, we hear that he's important, we hear that he is meant for us to be Lord, Savior, King, there can be times and moments where we can say, that sounds great, but I don't know exactly what that means for me. Sometimes within our lives, there's moments in which we say, what well, you talk about in terms of Jesus, this means that my life is going to be changed and is going to be different forever. And sometimes our response is somewhere in between the two, where we say, I know that this is going to be substantial Life changing, that's going to be important for me in my life. My life is going to be different because I've encountered and I've found Jesus, but I don't know fully or completely what that means. The fact that we recognize in our hearts that Jesus has come for us, He's born in time to be our King, our Savior, our Lord, our Redeemer. That he is here because he loves us. When we recognize that 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 this is a moment of God's grace. God appearing to us and for us with the invitation of our lives being changed and transformed. It's a chance for us to approach Jesus and to welcome him into our hearts. To hear his invitation and to say, well, Lord, let's see. Let's take these next steps together, find out where they lead. When we hear the proclamation that is given to us, when we hear in our second reading that this is a moment of God's grace, God's grace having appeared to show himself to all of us, that God's presence is transformative and changing for all of us, becomes a moment where we hear the proclamation of new light, of new life. The prophet Isaiah in the Old Testament, he tells us that when God makes himself present, our world becomes different, that we will seek out the Lord when he comes. And what the kings did, what the magi did when they found the Lord, is they brought to him their gifts, They certainly weren't the most practical of gifts, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. But the gifts were valuable and were important to the ones who gave them. There's plenty of symbolism as to the gifts that are given for a king, for a prophet, for a priest. But what we also are meant to recognize is that what was given the response that the Magi had to the finding of the Christ child, it wasn't a cheap response. It wasn't a superficial response. It wasn't an uncaring response, but it was a matter of saying, we are bringing to you, what we have, and what we value greatly. So for us, when we approach the Christ child, it's a question as to what type of gift do we bring? Do we offer it to the Lord? Doesn't have to be perhaps our favorite toy or our favorite possession that we have but perhaps it's something that we hold on to with great importance. Maybe we have great pride about a particular thing, or maybe it's perhaps a needing to give to the Lord our own sense of self-reliance about how we make our reality happen. Sometimes it's a matter of recognizing that you know, there's an area of our life that we say, you know, Lord, if you would leave this area of my life alone, you're welcome in all the other areas of our life. When we find what it is that we hold on to that is ours and that in some way, shape, or form we feel a resistance or we keep or we hold away from the Lord, it becomes it becomes clearer and clearer to us that when this becomes an obstacle in our relationship with God, it becomes the very gift that we have to offer. Lord, this is what I have. It's not perfect, it's not great, but it's important to me. And when I make that offering and I give it over to the Lord, I actually receive greater freedom. because I'm not trying to accomplish and do things myself, but I'm letting the Lord be the one who accompanies and walks with. I let the Lord be the one who is actually the king of the universe, to be the king, the Lord, the savior for me. So as we celebrate this feast of the epiphany that God is here, God is here for us, it's the chance and the opportunity for us to respond to make our offering of our hearts and to receive this feast as a moment of grace, a gift of God's presence in our lives and in a way that transforms us as we seek him, as we follow him, as we become transformed by the gift of his grace. Amen.